0: Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Weed Day
1: Wednesday, Tucson, Arizona's number one online radio podcast about all things medical cannabis. Your hosts, Phil Star
2: and the Cannabis Kid. Our show features news, interviews, and all the latest information about anything and everything medical cannabis related in Tucson, Arizona. accessories, and all things related to medical cannabis education.
3: Visit Weed Health Center at
1: 4826 East Broadway Boulevard or online at TumbleweedHealthCenter.com. And remember,
0: be smart, be safe, and,
1: and educate. All right to we say
0: Wednesday. Alright, glass
1: breaking already in the morning. Wow, okay. Game winner. Wow. What's right. yes,
0: yes, yes.
1: We're the bestie. Woo-hoo-hoo. It's the week before you're old. February 10th, everybody. The bestie club. We all got old <laughs> this year. I kicked it off getting We're very tense. All right. Special show today. we got a special guest on today. Marla and Nicole is going to come on in just a little bit here. All right. And let's give a shout out to Reggae Ryan, Grand Island, Silver Sister, and the game. let a little after here, today. Everybody got got their coffee or tea or I right, got a little vitamin water and some jasmine tea and we are ready to show you. More glass breaking. All right, well, kind of kind of grayish out there, kind of weird looking, probably pretty cold too. So, how's it going out there in weed world? Weed. Yeah.
0: weed yeah. I think <laughs> Maybe.
1: Um, what's going on out in the world i hope everybody's feeling well um, you got, i hope everybody on the island over there is doing better um, and um, yeah not it's hard times right now it's hard times uh, went out to dinner last night and a friend's brother just passed away from the covid and uh, it's just hard you know it's, it's a lot of people are affected by this and um, it's just be safe out there and be careful and smoke your weed. Good for you.
0: Good for what ails you. <laughs> All right.
1: So let's give a shout-out to Tumbleweed Health Center, 4826 East Broadway Boulevard. Come on down and check out. We've got the new Stone Smith Splash Vaporizer and It's really, really awesome. 75 bucks and it's a complete kit. Uh, with a magnetic uh, head on it that you just open up there and you stick your little concentrates, whatever you're doing. There's, there's a million names for everything, and they all mean something. It's it's crazy. And maybe we we should go through the whole uh, list of what concentrates are sometimes since I've um, got this new love for my slash fake riser. Um, yeah, in 10 years that I've been almost 10 years it? We've been doing this and I've been trying all this vaporizing stuff. I've not liked them. Um, but this one's really great. And um, you just have to come on down and buy it. And we got all three colors. There's a silver, um, uh, like a gunmetal gray, dark gray, black, and then a jet black one. And they, yeah, they're lovely. They're really, really pretty. And we have one lightly open. I wanted to see the gunmetal one so that you could actually see it. Because the box has a design on it. I mean, it has the kind of a drawn picture of it, but it it shows the breakdown of every chamber that's in it, and um, doesn't have a picture of it on the outside of the box, so it's hard to see what it is. So we had to open one, and um, it's they're absolutely gorgeous. You're gonna love them, and I can't wait till they come out with the um, the one for weed, just regular weed. Put your weed in it.
0: All right, so.
1: Check out TumbleWeedsHealthCenter.com, and um, you can go to the radio show. if You're not already there. Well, you're probably there if you're listening. Um, And uh, you can check out all of our little sections there. And I'm going to check out the certification section right now. I'll let you know. You can book your appointment right there. Book appointment. Boom. Bam. Done. Uh, What conditions qualify you for a medical cannabis card? That would be in the state of Arizona. PTSD, cancer, glaucoma, AIDS, chronic pain, severe nausea, seizures, including epilepsy, uh, HIV, Hep C, ALS, Crohn's disease, agitation of Alzheimer's, which runs the whole gamut we know uh, to dementia and everything in between, uh, wasting syndrome, severe and persistent muscle spasms, and including multiple sclerosis. Uh, Parkinson's would be in that category uh, or I don't know any type of seizure and the great thing about this program is you can actually get um, certified if you are being treated for something and just the treatment is causing uh, any of those conditions or more and of course chronic pain covers um, everything from migraines fibromyalgia DDD arthritis RA all that stuff Um, I've recently just come up with a case of Trigger finger myself, so I'm gonna get some weed and rub it on it.
0: I can't use my stomach clock, so I'm gonna go somewhere. All right, check it out.
1: Contact Tumbleweeds Health Center to see if you qualify
3: for your Arizona medical marijuana card.
1: That is right. Give us a call, 520-838-4430. You can fax your your records over to 520-306-5147. And if you just go on our website um, at tumbleweedshealthcenter.com, you can find a form at the bottom of the first page, on the home page, I think on a couple pages, actually, and uh, fill it out. Ask us a question. And we'll get right back to you. It goes right to our email. It's pretty genius how that works. Um, I like easy things like that. Easy connections
0: really So <laughs> go check out the website.
1: It helps. Um, all right. So while we're waiting for our guest, um, and I can just uh, read a little bit about uh, <clears throat> Ms. Uh, Marlowe. Uh, if you give me one second here. Um, get on over to my section well I have I have the bio up on tumbleweedcellcenter.com actually but I was just looking for the one that I had in my email CEO of Greenwood and Company Marlon Nicole oversees the day to day operations of a vertically integrated cannabis operation and we'll find out what that means because that's something new for folks out there the company includes indoor cultivation type 6 manufacturing distribution and non-storefront retail she has created brands like Napalm Cannabis Company and Just Mary Cannabis Company while employing strong sales and marketing teams to support. Greenwood & Company offers storage, fulfillment, and co-packing of goods. When Marlo isn't running the operations for Greenwood & Company, she consults for other businesses looking to develop brands and operate in the legal California marketplace. You can follow her link here. And oops, there it's not there. <laughs> She's on LinkedIn and Instagram and Um, we'll find out where we can uh, get you guys to follow her. Okay, let's see what else is going on. Let's give a shout-out to Canna Health's online digital magazine. You don't have to go anywhere where you are. You just have to get on your computer or tablet or phone or whatever and look it up.
3: Canna Health is a digital magazine focused on knowledge, safe access, and advocacy with a monthly subscription readership. It's loaded with scientific and clinical articles from various healthcare professionals, profiles of cannabis clinics offering safe access to medicines, national and local organizations open to the public, and real life patient success stories. It's free to subscribe, so don't miss another issue of Canna Health.
1: Yeah, and you can find their uh, link on our website too if you go to the uh, radio section. Um, <clears throat> And scroll on down. There's a couple sponsors there. Also, um, you can check out uh, Growers House at GrowersHouse.com at 3635 East 34th Street. They've got awesome stuff. And now that it's legal to grow, um, you can,
0: yeah. (laughs) Legal to grow.
1: (laughs) Go get your growing gear. Go get it. Hurry. Run on down there great folks, really really helpful um, and oh package of empty M&M's I just found in the book um, and you can check their online stuff out too they'll ship anywhere um, I have been doing some house cleaning <laughs> imagine that and uh, oh that's <laughs> across a book that we used
0: to read all the
1: time, and we have not read this in so long. It's called Hempathy, Food for Thought. And this is amazing. This is, I'm so excited. Uh, A look at the irrationality of modern society in regards to cannabis consumption. This is so great. So we're going to read part of this today. Um, uh, And I'm I'm guessing, I'm sensing that we've had a a schedule mix-up or a communications error here. And uh, I'm not so sure Nicole's going to... I mean, Marlon Miss Marlon Nicole's going to come on <clears throat> today. So that's okay. We have plenty. Um, we will find out uh, just what happened with that, but that's okay. Uh, communication uh, communication happens. So we'll just continue on until we uh, get a little message. So um, let's just do a little reading right now because I love this book. This is so great. And we should find a way to... Um, Show you the pictures because the front cover is just, oh, it's gross. Um, and that, that's probably not a good way to describe the book at all.
0: <laughs> but going <laughs> to look like
1: is an attempt to show at a glance the illogical distinction between what is socially and legally accepted, the why, and what is forbidden, the why not. Scientists and doctors are making wonderful discoveries about how cannabis exerts its beneficial effects, and we need to publicize their findings in an unbiased way to the widest possible audience. We need to stop the obstruction of research and the criminalization of a useful plant. Like cannabis, this information is meant to be shared, Uh, www.y-whynot.net. got to stay hydrated in the desert. It doesn't even matter if it's winter. All right. Oh, here we go. Quote from Thomas Jefferson, right off the bat. The culture of tobacco is pernicious. This plant greatly exhausts the soil. Of course, it requires much manure. Therefore, other productions are deprived of manure, yielding no nourishment for cattle. There is no return for the manure expended. It is uh, impolitic. The fact well established in the systems of agriculture is that the best hemp and the best tobacco grow on the same kind of soil. The former article is the first necessity to the commerce and marine, in other words, to the wealth and protection of the country. The latter, never useful and sometimes pernicious, derives its uh, estimation from caprice and its best value from the taxes to which it was formerly exposed. There's Thomas Jefferson's thought. All right. So, oh, and they have a quick reference here, too, which is kind of cool. Um, <clears throat> so, and here, and this book was written in, let's see, what, I'm sure it's uh, 2011. Wow. We need a new one. And uh, we had Ivan on with us, and um, he did say he was going to make a new one. All right, here we go. Cannabis is the Latin name for the plant, also known as marijuana. Cannabis slash marijuana for consumption is the dried flower of the female plant. Medical cannabis is cannabis with high content of cannabinoids and THC. I like that he wrote uh, high content of cannabinoids, not just THC, which THC is one of them. Hash is obtained by extracting the sticky resin glands of the female flower. Hemp is the fiber obtained from the stalk of the plant. Industrial hemp is cannabis-cultivated for its fiber. It has a low THC content. Uh, seeds are obtained when pollen contained in the male flower makes contact with the female flower. The female flower then produces seeds for reproduction. Sensomia is the Spanish word for seedless. To obtain a seedless flower, one must not allow pollination. Hemp oil is obtained by processing the seeds. Edibles are nutritional Products obtained by <clears throat> obtained by utilizing seeds and oil these are non or these are not psychoactive Oh well um, hmm you might disagree on that uh, medicinal edibles are created utilizing the dried flour or extract thereof these edibles are psychoactive Oh interesting very interesting. Marijuana leaves are edible recent studies show that the leaf of the plant contains anti-inflammatory properties. Whole plant up. And then they got a beautiful little picture of a male plant and a female plant. All right. And then, what if I told you <clears throat> there is a plant that has been on this planet for over 130 million years uh, that could help feed, heat, close, shelter, and heal not only you, but also the planet. And this is awesome. they've got dinosaurs uh, nibbling on trees and things, and there's a little pot leaf growing. This artwork is awesome. And what would you say if this plant has contributed to man's survival since the Paleolithic era, roughly 100,000 years ago, and Neolithic artifacts prove that it has been used uh, useful to mankind for about 5,000 years? Uh, artifacts found in Taiwan show that the Neolithic Chinese culture of Yangtzeo wove hemp for clothing, nets, and rope nearly 5,000 years ago. Hemp seeds have been found in Neolithic European sites that date back to 5500 B.C. <laughs> yeah. Discoveries by archaeologists at um, Pizaric suggest that hemp seeds were consumed in ceremonial practices during the 5th to 2nd century B.C., Confirming a famous description by Herodotus, uh of the use of the Scythians. Wow. Okay, what would you think if, and this is a great picture of leaders from all over the world, spiritual leaders all holding their various uh, forms of ganja and ganja accessories.
0: What
1: would you think? If records show that this plant's medicinal and spiritual awakening properties have been appreciated and utilized for over 5,000 years throughout the globe by various cultures.
0: Oh! Yeah. Um,
1: and then it <clears throat> goes into, I don't know why this, this little subtext is so small. The Sen uh, ching uh, speaking for the legendary Emperor Shen Nung of about 2000 BC, prescribes marijuana preparations for malaria, uh, beriberi, constipation, rheumatic pain, absent mindedness, and female disorders. Even the cannabis root found its place in early medicine, ground to form a paste. It was applied to relieve the pain of broken bones and surgery. Ah! Wow. Uh, the Yanghai tombs near Turpan um, a region, uh, Autonomous region in China, have recently been excavated to reveal the 2,700-year-old grave of Caucasoid shaman, a shaman whose accoutrement included a large cache of cannabis, superbly preserved by climatic and burial conditions. Tests show that this material contained uh, THC uh, comp- uh, component of cannabis, so probably a high level of, of THC. <laughs> cannabis is mentioned in the following ancient Egyptian medical texts. Um, this is so small. I, even with my readers. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Uh, Ramatham, the third papyrus, 1700 BCE. Ebers papyrus, 1600 BCE. The Berlin papyrus, 1300 BCE, and the Chester Beatty, the sixth papyrus, 1300 BCE. The Ebers papyrus is the oldest known complete medical textbook in existence. Most scholars believe that it's uh, it is copy of a much earlier text, probably from around 3100 BCE. Wow. There you go. Wow. I wonder how it was mentioned. Um, so if then, in all the thousands of years that man has made use of the cannabis plant, not a single death has been linked to its consumption, isn't it strange that we're even discussing its legality? Well, this is just 10 years ago. Can you believe everything that's happened in the last 10 years to get with us where we are now? Yep. Why is there such a bias against cannabis when there are so many toxic substances and procedures that are not only legal but even publicly financed? That's for sure. Why are we investing in its eradication instead of invest investigating? Um, its potential health, ecological, and economical benefits. The punishments for using it are far more harmful than the consumption of the plant itself. Damn right. Stop, breathe deeply, clear your mind, and read through the following pages and ask yourself why. And you should see this picture. It's disgusting. Um, It's horrible. It's an oil spill, of course, uh, off the coast of somewhere with big freeways and jetliners and guys in hazmat suits and animals all covered in oil, and they're trying to clean up this nasty spill. So why Uh, environmentally devastating fossil fuels? The production and use of petroleum comes at a terrible cost to the planet. Crude oil spills poison plants and animals. The burning of petroleum releases toxic gases that pollute the air, cause cancer, and contribute to global climate change. During the last decade, more than 1 billion gallons, and remember this is 10 years old, so imagine it's a little more than that. Uh, <clears throat> during the last decade, more than a billion gallons of crude oil have spilled into the ocean worldwide. More than 4.9 million barrels of oil, uh, that's 205.8 million gallons, have spilled into the Gulf of Mexico. That's sad. BP has projected its total legal and cleanup costs at roughly $43 billion, including $20 billion toward the Gulf Coast claims uh, facility for victims. Oh, my God. BP's first quarter profits for 2010 were $61 million a day. $61 million a day destroying our planet. Well, why not? Why not renewable energy sources? And now on the opposite page, you have a beautiful, beautiful picture of the ocean, and dolphins are jumping out of the water, and you've got a guy in a little hippie car who's going surfing with uh, his car is 100% hemp, it says on it, and you've got guys eating hemp seeds, and he's filling up his gas with hemp oil, and there's weed growing. There's a butterfly on the weed plant, and the bird just picked off the seed, and it's just a little
0: very <laughs> magical little thing. beautiful. Yeah. And
1: instead of shell oil, it's smell oil. <laughs> smell hemp oil is what it is. So why not renewable energy resources? Biofuels, such as biodiesel and alcohol fuel, can be made from the oils in hemp seeds and stocks and the fermentation of the plant as a whole. Biodiesel produced from hemp is sometimes known as hempoline. Hemp biodiesel is clean burning and non-toxic. Hemp is at least four times richer in biomass cellulose potential than its nearest rivals, corn stalk, sugar cane, knaff, trees, etc. Um, enough energy could be produced on 6% of the land in the U.S. to provide enough energy for our entire country cars, heat homes, electricity, industry, and we use 25% of the world's energy. Yeah, that is, these are some scary, scary facts. And these are, these are 10 years old. I really wonder, we should call him and get him to write uh, an anniversary edition. Why
0: not? This is this is good stuff.
1: Okay, so why you've got like a dirty, nasty freeway, all dark and gloomy, and this big Hummer is looking looks like he's gonna run over this guy on motorcycle, and everyone's freaking out. And uh, why environmentally devastating vehicles? The world consumes 30 billion barrels of oil per year. The U.S. has been the biggest guzzler by far, but China and other nations are using more oil as their industries develop. U.S. automobiles and light trucks are responsible for nearly half of all greenhouse gases emitted by automobiles globally, according to a new study by the Environmental Defense Fund. Cars and trucks made by GM gave off 99 million metric tons of carbon dioxide, or 31% of the total. Ford vehicles emitted 80 million metric tons, or 25%. And Chrysler vehicles emitted 51 million metric tons, or 16%, according to the report. They didn't mention Toyota. <laughs> Why not? Why not green machines? And here on the other side, we have a beautiful little scene with green rolling hills and butterflies in a blue sky. Everyone's in their little hemp cars, and they're all happy, and there's hemp planted in the little uh, in the middle of the roads there, you know. Okay, green machine. You guys remember the green machine? Did any of you have that? Were you old enough? Uh, that thing was fun. My, I didn't have one. We had big wheels. I think we, had a big, we think we had a big wheel, but our neighbor had a green machine. That thing was cool. Rudolph Diesel, 1858. 1913. Developed the first internal combustion engine to run on peanut oil. Wow. (coughs) Peanut oil. (laughs) As he demonstrated at the World uh, Exhibition in Paris in 1900. Wow. Unfortunately, R. Diesel died 1913 before his vision of an engine powered by vegetable oil was fully realized. The use of vegetable oils for engine fuels may seem insignificant today, but such oils may become, um, in the course of time, as important as the petroleum and coal uh, tar products uh, of the present time. And that's true; it's it's happening more and more, especially ten years later. All right. When Henry Ford recently unveiled a oh, quote, when Henry Ford recently unveiled his plastic car, result of twelve years of research, he gave the world a glimpse of the automobile of tomorrow. It's tough panels molded under hydraulic pressure of 1,500 pounds per square inch from a recipe that calls for 70% of cellulose fibers from wheat straw, hemp, and sisal, plus 30% resin binder. The only steel in the car is its tubular welded frame. The plastic car weighs a ton, which is 1,000 pounds lighter than a comparable steel car. Manufacturers are already talking of a low-priced plastic car to test the public's taste by
0: 1943. <laughs> well, we're getting there.
1: We've got a few of them out there. I remember years like 2000. Somebody, I knew, bought one of the electric ones. The Prius, the first one, the very first Priuses very strange. Okay, why? Plant landmines. Oh, this is gross. Um, You've got a couple of military dudes out here smoking cigarettes and it's dark and they're carrying their guns and they're planting landmines. And I wonder the stats on this now. There are an estimated 110 million active mines scattered in over 70 countries one for every 17 children or 52 people in our world. Another 110 million have been stockpiled. 2,000 people are involved in landmine accidents every month, one victim every 20 minutes. Around 800 of these will die. The rest will be maimed. One um, deminer is killed and two are injured for every 5,000 mines cleared. Ugh. Uh, about 100,000 mines are removed each year but until recently 2 million more were being planted each year. In 1996 the UN Secretary General increased his estimate of the resources needed to clear all existing mines from 33 billion to more than 50 billion dollars. At the current rate it would take 1100 years to rid the world of mines that's assuming no new ones are laid. And that's Why not plant hemp? Yeah, why not plant hemp? <laughs> Beautiful little picture, a couple little hippies smoking. You, can, you know it's a joint. They actually, we're going to call this one a joint. They look too happy to be smoking cigarettes up there. Uh, they're planting hemp in these little fields, and it's slowly getting sunnier in the background. Hemp's rapid growth rate makes it one of the fastest CO2 biomass conversion tools available. More efficient than uh, agroforestry uh, per land use, hemp grows in diverse soil types and conditions without the need for chemical input and improves soil structure <clears throat> while also protecting and binding soil. Hemp also adds nutrients to soil by tapping into subsoil nutrients other plants cannot access. It also destroys nematodes and other soil pests, resulting in improved yields of subsequent crops. Hemp offers a path to sustainable living in harmony with the environment and ecosystems we depend on.
4: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: You know what else we depend on?
4: Puff, 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 puff. Buff, oh. buff,
2: Hello, hello, my main man Obama A couple states have just reformed their laws on marijuana What you gonna do, send the feds there? Hell no, the DEAs will be like ah, oh, they got volcanoes I'm
4: gonna smoke some weed Only got $20 dollars in my pocket I'm a hunter
2: about the science of marijuana. I'm like, how many people are you making wealth? Anti-marijuana lobbies are making all kinds of profits and they don't want you to stop it because of all the special interests. I call that getting swindled and pinch shit. I call that getting tricked by the government. That law's hella old. So it's time to update it, regulate it, and then get it under state control. Peak game, look into my political telescope. Think it's gonna stay like this forever? Not hella won't. Not hella won't.
0: Hey, Obama!
4: Stop being a hypocrite. You used to smoke weed. Fool. I'm gonna smoke some weed. Only got $20 in my pocket. I'm a run. Looking for a side shop. This is fucking awesome. Let's the war on drugs. It's time to hold over. These special interest groups are nothing more than corporate drugs. Let's the war on weed. The people have. These special interest groups have bent these
1: laws with bribery. I'm gonna sue for me. Only got twenty dollars in my pocket. I'm a hunter, looking for a pot shot. This is
0: fucking awesome. All right, welcome back to Weed Day Wednesday. Oh.
1: That little joke button. I didn't really mean to hit it, but
0: you know, whatever.
1: Okay, so um, let's see here. What's got going on? We were reading from um, if you're just tuning in, <clears throat> we had a mix up with a guest. My apologies. We're gonna have to have Miss um, Marlowe on another time, and we certainly will. We want to hear what's going on in California, which is where Bell stars from originally. Well, not the Bell stars. Um, okay, we are reading from a book called Empathy, Food for Thought, and this is just such a great book. Um, and I think maybe we'll say, actually, let's read a little bit more because we can, and uh, it's just kind of be a, a little bit of a story time, I guess. I think we'll maybe I'll read you one more, and then we'll put uh, Doug Fine. Speaking of story time, we'll put Doug Fine on.
0: We love our Doug.
1: Okay, so this is why. War over natural resources. Uh, More than 36,000 civilians have been killed in Afghanistan uh, Afghanistan since 2001. The total number of Iraqi deaths since 2003 invasion is estimated to be over 150,000, with about 80% being civilians. Some informed estimates uh, place civilian casualties at over 600,000. More than 32,000 U.S. troops have been wounded, 20% suffering serious brain or spinal injuries. Some 30% developed serious mental health problems after returning home. Some 97 journalists have been killed by murder and 47 by acts of war. 14 have been killed by U.S. forces, 9,830 Iraqi police and soldiers have been killed. According to a report by Brown's Watson Institute for International Studies, the United States will have spent a total of $3.7 $3.7 trillion on wars in Iraq, Afghanistan, and Pakistan, costing 225,000 lives and more, and creating uh, more than 7.8 million refugees. Now, remember, this is 10 years old. Um, the Stockholm International Peace Research Institute uh, recent, recent trend summary claims global military expenditure in 2010 is estimated to have reached $1.62 trillion in current dollars. The U.S. accounts for 43% of the world's total. Okay, why not? Exchange of natural and cultural resources for centuries. Afghanistan and nations in this part of the world have been known for their quality production of hash and charis, an extract of the cannabis plant. Hash and charis have been produced and used across the Middle East throughout the Himalayan range and the Indian subcontinent for countless centuries. As we listed before, it was also sold in government shops up until the early days of the British Empire. Because of its relaxing and euphoric effects, cannabis is unlikely to lead to acts of war, violence. Studies show that the, quote, crime committed most frequently associated with cannabis is actually just selling it. So, well, speaking of selling it, I think we have a guest that's on, and um, I'm hoping that this is Ms. Marlowe, and maybe she has joined us. Welcome to the show. Good morning. How are you? God, I'm good. How are you doing?
3: I'm well. Can you hear me well?
1: Yeah. I'm sorry if there's a bit of delay. This program um, sometimes does that. But <laughs> welcome fine. to the show. Okay. Uh, you're out in Cali, huh?
3: Yes, California. I think that's what broke up.
1: Oh, okay. Sorry about that. Um, So we have about 20 minutes left. I'm glad you you got to call in. So we'll take a little time and and just chat with you about what you've got a lot going on. Um, Tell us a little (laughs) bit about yourself. I gave a a brief intro. Um, But tell us about yourself and um, what you're up to. You've got some really cool things going on.
3: Well, let's see. Born and raised in Los Angeles, California. Um, I just kind of lucked up and, and got into the cannabis industry. I don't know if it was actually luck. I used to have a security company and I was doing a security plan for a friend of mine. And my um, it just kind of by fate, after the security plan, he introduced me to the entire project, I guess, uh, for the city of Los Angeles, and I happened to be a social equity applicant. So I was able to uh, get into that program. And Again, and as luck would have it, my mother ended up having a full hip replacement surgery, and the only thing that actually helped her was cannabis in terms of pain, so mm-hmm. all of the um uh, everything just kind of lined up and and here I am so now, out in los angeles uh the valley area, to be specific, I have a indoor cultivation manufacturing. And distribution, and we are doing a delivery service as well. Wow, that's awesome. Thank
1: that's you. really that's really good. <clears throat> yeah, that's amazing. So you you have a growing, you are growing now. You have a
3: giant facility.
1: <laughs>
3: I wouldn't call it giant but to have a wonderful landlord and so all of our businesses are literally right next door to each other in the same building just different units and so I have right now about a 7,000 indoor square foot grow and we're doing a tiered growing so that kind of turns our 7,000 into about 14,000 worth the uh, the grow space so it's, a, it's an adventure. Oh, wow. We literally just start getting uh, clones, and we're going to try to do some specific strains. I'm working with uh, a master grower right now that's trying to put some things together. I get a lot of requests. Uh, fortunately, I have a couple of celebrity clients um, and partners, so I get a lot of requests for people to have their own specific strains. So that's something that we're working on as well. That's awesome. Uh, are these strains
1: for medicinal or what are, is it? Uh, are they using it for what kind of, like, is it arthritis? Some, someone got arthritis and they wanted something for that or anything specific like that?
3: Uh, a, little, a little bit of both. Uh, I think one aspect of uh, at least one of my clients' branding is probably more so on the recreational side. And then I do have some that uh, just definitely want to do the medicinal uh, strains and uh this particular client somewhat like myself his mother has a lot of ailments and they're really big mm. into trying to just get things that actually help you know especially with pain because that's you know it's very hard to live when you're constantly in pain
1: it is and it, and it really is a life changer when people when they when they get relief from um even just you know hemp products and stuff um that's and that's one of the things that we hear most often. You know, that people we get a lot of older folks <clears throat> that come in with lots lots of aches and pains, um, and they want something that they can use during the day. You know, that isn't going to make them fussy, yes. yeah, tired. Or too, right, yeah, or too yeah, too high or too tired. You know, that so if you guys are developing that strain, <laughs> awesome because everybody wants it. Okay. <laughs> That's the strain to develop, you know. That's really fantastic. So. No, definitely. Um, you, yeah. So you have this uh, warehouse, and then it's broken down for for different for so different um, clients use different spaces. Is that how that works?
3: No, 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 not for clients, um, just the different businesses. So, for example, um, for an example, we have the cultivation. It's in one unit. And then next door we have manufacturing. And the next door we have distribution. And then uh, part of our distribution, we have, like, a, a small space that we use for delivery. Oh, great.
1: And how's the uh, – I'm sure the delivery's going very well.
3: It's actually going well. Uh, we're trying to figure out um, – the marketing piece, because, you know, there's so many Mm -hmm. restrictions and regulations on how you can market. So, um, yeah, oddly enough, we actually had billboards uh, off of the digital billboards off of the freeways. And then three weeks into our billboard campaign, they decided that they were going to have a new regulation that said, hey, no digital billboards. So there's always, Uh you know, some changes and some challenges when it comes to trying to market uh, in the cannabis space.
1: So, yeah, absolutely. Are you um,
3: then just using the Internet mostly or? Mostly the Internet, uh, Clubhouse, if you haven't gotten Mm. uh, on that app yet. But Clubhouse, Instagram, really just trying to, uh, you know, let people know that we exist. We have a lot of – just unique uh, products that only we carry specifically. So, just trying to get people familiar with some of
1: our brands. What are what are some of those unique products you carry?
3: Oh, were you asking what were the brands? No, no, no. What kind of unique products? You said you had some unique products. Oh, what, I'm what sorry. Kind of Well, unique in the sense of it's just our brand only. So we try to be uh, creative. Like we have a a really large line of of gummies. And I know that uh, Mm. for a lot of people, that's kind of a go-to because you get the same Mm. or similar effect and you don't have to necessarily inhale or smell like you've been smoking or so I know a lot Mm -hmm. of people that uh, favor gummy products. So we have, I think about 12 different gummy products on the menu. And, um, One of the other things that we have on the menu that I would say is fairly unique is we kind of have a Costco mindset in terms of uh, how we package uh, the Just Mary product. And so we're Mm -hmm. selling um, most of our flour by the ounce. And so we try to give people Mm -hmm. um, a really good product that they can buy. And especially with the pandemic that they can buy and Mm -hmm. not necessarily have to continue to go out and repurchase. So, For example, instead of buying, you know, one eighth for, it's about $60, $70 out here for good quality indoor eighth, why not buy an ounce, you know, which is eight eighths for, you know, a little more than double that price. So you're really getting a lot more, you know, for your money.
1: Absolutely. And people are liking that idea?
3: Yes, and the packaging is really cool. Um, it's a metal tin can. Um, so you know, to reuse it, I I have coins and some of mine. Uh but it's a it's a pretty neat product.
1: That's awesome. That sounds like the uh do you know Urban Rosenfeld and his pins that he gets from the government with his three hundred joints every month?
3: <laughs> oh wow, I'm gonna have to look that up. Yeah. He, yeah, he's really great.
1: Um, our government sends him uh, every 25 days. He gets 300 joints. That's our federal government. Wow. Grows and grows for him and has been doing it for 40 years. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, wow. check him out. Wow. Yeah. Um, yeah. So <clears throat> you you do every aspect. You, you've got manufacturing and production. Um, do you offer, like, consultations for people that want to get into the businesses and things like that? I
3: do. Uh, so I get a lot of uh, requests for people that are interested in creating a brand and that in mm-hmm. itself, um, it, it's something that I think a lot of people think is exciting and it just sounds like, you know, the thing to do. It's really hard. And uh, mm-hmm. I have one, one uh, partner that has done it, um, probably more successfully than anybody I've seen in the California market. And that's Exhibit. I'm not sure if you are familiar with him, but he's a rapper, an actor, and he created the brand Napalm. And mm. he, he focused completely on marketing while we developed the brand and the marketing and the packaging has been um, just incredible. The product is you know, I mean, if I were a teacher and had to give it a grade, it'd be an A-plus, hands down. Yeah. People love it. Um, We we can't keep it in stock. I mean, it's that good. So it's, well, you know, go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: Oh, no, I was looking at it online. It looks incredible. It looks beautiful. The Yeah, the packaging, I'm re- I really, really get into the packaging. It's very important.
3: It's <laughs> cool. Yes, well, not only is it important for the consumer, but it's very competitive when you look at the retailers. And so if it's not something that's visually aesthetic, they might not want it on their shelves. And so that's uh, some of the the luck we've had with Napalm is people love it. And they love to have it in their stores. We've got nice uh, pop-up displays and, um, you know, uh, exhibit spotters in the military. So, he focuses a lot on uh, the artillery, which is, if you look at the grenade, which is why it's in the shape mm-hmm. of a grenade. And so some of our packaging, um, so for some of our, our larger stores that carry uh, the full line of products, you know, we give them the, the boxes. So it looks like they're really about to go to war, you know? And uh, yeah. it's, it's pretty cool. Yeah,
1: Yeah, pretty this is cool. neat. Yeah, it's clean. It's very clean packaging, which is, you know, like you said, you're going to put this on the shelf, you want to make sure that it's pleasing to the eye. Because there are a lot of good products, but the packaging is so bad. Yeah, You don't even, Yes. you know... Yes. Oh. And it's so sad
3: because the product inside the packaging is really great. <laughs> exactly. But people are going to be apprehensive about, about trying it if it doesn't, you know, look they will. nice. And uh, well, they don't make yeah, it very please. easy to have a, a nice package either. Uh, it's so expensive to get into that aspect of it. And then everybody has their minimum order quantity. So it's not like you can just right. order, you know, 500. You probably would pay the same if you order 500 or, you know, 5,000. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it it is. It's a hard, it's
1: a hard business to get into. Um, and people and with this whole boom of cannabis businesses everywhere, people think that they, you know, just, you know, we get these questions all the time. Well, how do I do what you're doing, or how do we how do we start a business? I'm, I want to do this too, and you know, and it's like, well, you you, you just do it. That's what we did. You, we we had an idea, and we ran right. it. Right. <laughs> so exactly. get your ideas and go. Yeah, and it's great because Definitely. there's so many opportunities, so many opportunities for oh. everybody out there, and it's absolutely. endless. Yeah, it's absolutely, absolutely. endless. But it, from, from just packaging and design to the logo. I mean, you know, there's, which is also probably what makes it hard for somebody that wants to just say, Hey, I want to make a product, you know, and then you go and tell them all that's involved.
3: And they're like, maybe I don't want to make a product. (laughs) Right. Well, your heart definitely has to be in it. And it's not something that you can uh, just start and stop. I have a a very good friend of mine and I helped her uh, create her brand and she's got an amazing story uh, with her son, and it's it's a mother son brand. And she's learning everything that you and I just talked about. She's going through the motions right now, but she's in it, you know, um, how she yeah. got into the cannabis industry with her son, and um, you know he was having uh, some issues, and their therapist actually suggested cannabis to them, and they started having these uh, smoke sessions where they bonded. Again, and here they are, you know five years later, in the cannabis business together they've got a great product, uh-huh. they've got great packaging, and you know this is what what has really um, made their relationship that much better and who would have thought you know that cannabis not only heals people physically but emotionally and you know and and they can actually turn that into a business that sustains their lifestyle. It's incredible to me that is that's a very and
1: it's spiritual. That's very powerful to be able to have you know that that transition you know for the for them. That's amazing. Right. And a lot of people use this you know not just it's not just for medicinal. And I I kind of laugh when I say that because someone said once you know it doesn't matter what you what you think you're doing if it's recreational, medicinal, or spiritual. It's all good for you. <laughs> it's all <laughs> gonna help heal something. You know you can call it what you want. Right. Um, no definitely. yeah, you can follow it whatever you like, but it's gonna help and uh so I, I i have no problem with people doing it for whatever reason they want to do it for it's a it's a beautiful plant, and uh we were just reading from this book hempasy uh, the older book, but it's just so spot on there's this plant should just be you know praised,
3: <laughs> really right no, I definitely agree with you i it helps so many people that i know of and i'm just i'm really happy that uh, people are kind of getting past the stigma of it and i can't wait until the entire stigma of the plant being you know just past us because it's helping so many people live their life you know whether it's relaxing and how they think and how they meditate and how they control themselves or how they ache or pain and it just—it's really unfortunate that they've turned it into this, you know, uh, taboo. Or you know, in the legal space, everything is about money, and that's one of the things yeah. I learned uh, really quickly when I was building out my cultivation. Is all of these different permits and requirements, and they're so redundant. You know, you're almost getting the exact same thing from three different entities, but everybody wants to get their cut. Yeah. So there's a fee for this. There's a fee for that, and so Jesus. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah,
1: (laughs) I know. And the fees just keep getting bigger and bigger and bigger because people are getting more and more greedy. They're realizing the potential, you know, for financial uh, gain in this, and they're just it's it's really awful. And the the fact that you have to have any kind of everybody should be allowed to have their own cannabis business if that's what you want to do. Do cannabis if you want to be in a shoe shop. Be in a shoe shop. You know what I mean? Like they, they've yeah, they've made it awful for everybody. They've made it unfair. They've made it. You know. Um, yeah, it's horrible what they've, you know, they. I always say they, the five guys on the couch in Montana. <laughs> they, I don't know who they are, but <laughs> big money is not, you know, it, and it's get it's got its hand in this now. What it, what are you, what are your future plans with your companies, or what, what do you want to do? What's exciting to you?
3: Well, what's exciting to me is um, just every aspect. So let me try to go in order here. So with the cultivation, what I want to do is just really focus on those proprietary strains and to put my products into my brands. number one, and then with the manufacturing, um, just to continue to create good product. Um, for example, what we're doing with napalm and the grenades and uh, our, our vape pens, um, just creating good solid products and being able to manufacture them in-house. And then Mm -hmm. from a distribution, from a distribution um, perspective, we literally uh, deliver all over the state of California. And so I would love to be able to license my products to other states uh, or even Mm -hmm. potentially get licensed in other states just to be able to, you know, uh, create a a much larger uh, brand and to be able to reach more people and help more people. And with the delivery, uh, the same, same aspect, I would love to be able to deliver, you know, to patients and consumers directly so that yeah. they're not just relying on a store to carry our products, but that we can deliver them directly to them. Um, I am still working on, um, another license right now. Uh, it's still in California, but, Right now, for example, I'm in Southern California. I'm, I'm focused on uh, Northern California right now to basically emulate exactly what I have in Southern California in the Bay Area so that we can be closer to all of our customers up there because we have probably 50-50 uh, the amount of consumers and retailers in Southern California as we have in Northern California.
0: Oh, wow. And that's that's pretty that's- much my,
3: my master plan right there. <laughs> that's an excellent master
1: plan. <laughs> I love that now, do you, I know that COVID is, is very hard for everybody. Are you offering any yeah. sort of like, um, yeah, any sort of like Zoom consultations for customers that want to talk to you about how to use the medicine or anything like that?
3: You know, I don't have anything um, yet, but that is a great idea. Um, maybe that's something that I could look into. Uh, we're all about, you know, trying to help people and, and definitely from a delivery aspect to reach the consumers. So yeah. uh, I will definitely look into storing something like that. I hadn't thought of it. Obviously.
1: Yeah. Just, oh well, there you go. <laughs>
3: um, <I was laughs> Thank <thinking> you. <laughs>
1: because of, you're welcome. <laughs> I can, I'll zoom with you someday. Um, but I was thinking cool. because of folks like your mom. Um, my mm-hmm. my parents aren't with us anymore. But um, and I always think like when someone of that age walks into our health center. I'm always very, you know, very careful, and I just try and take as much time as possible with them because they don't know anything about this. You know, they've been told that it's so bad, and they shouldn't even be there, and, you know, (laughs) we're trying to, first of all, make them feel comfortable. Um, But now that COVID's around, I know more people are just staying home, and that's why I wondered about a service like that where um, folks could talk to somebody if they wanted to about, you know, what their conditions are maybe or you know, if they're having hip no, surgery that's an or excellent something idea.
0: like that.
3: That's an yeah, excellent idea. I have a friend that had a retail store, and he used to do Senior Day. Uh, this is before COVID, oh. but he would actually get these little, uh, like, mini bands and actually pick them up at like some different nursing homes or assisted living, and take them to his retail store, and offer them, you know, significant discounts for Senior Day, and then drop them back off. And so things oh. like that are definitely. Um, you know, helpful. Yeah,
1: that's awesome. That's really neat. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's fantastic. Well, I'm really glad that you got on the show. I'm sorry to say it's nine o'clock actually already. I time flies. Um, we'll love to have you on again in the future and we wish you all the luck with all of your adventures. Thank and, you and, so and, much oh, for yeah. having me. Yeah, with your products. These are beautiful products. Um, tell all our listeners where they can go to find you and maybe support some of your businesses and your products that you're promoting out there.
3: Thank you. Uh, you can find me at Miss Marlo Nicole on Instagram. You can follow Just Mary Delivery at Just Mary Delivery on Instagram and on Facebook. And if you're interested in just seeing what we're doing uh, as a whole with Greenwood, we are at The Greenwood Co. on Instagram and on Facebook. And I hope to see you guys there. I respond to the DMs if you have any type of uh, questions or want to send me a message.
1: Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on and have a beautiful day. Thank you. You too. Thank you for having me again. You're welcome. All right. Have a good day. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you. You too, Miss Marlowe, Nicole, everybody. And check all those places out. Um, check all the addresses she had. And um, I know we're going to get in contact and, and, and keep in contact. Um, awesome, awesome, awesome. I can't believe the time already. I can't. This is crazy that went so fast. And that was. Uh, thank you all for tuning in and listening to Say Wednesday. Uh, we have some some more guests coming up, and I want to thank Marilyn for scheduling this show this morning. And we'll definitely have Miss Marla on again, find out how her adventures are going. And um, thank you all for tuning in to Weeds Day Wednesday. Have a wonderful day. Be, uh, well, be smart, be safe, and educate, and be nice. Be nice to everybody out there. Give everybody a break. I wish I could take everybody along, but we're all trying not to right now. Air hug it, air hug it out. Have an awesome day, you guys. Happy Weekday, Wednesday, everybody. day, y'all.